you know, let me, let me talk for a second about productivity and what it is, okay. right? I have a simple definition for productivity and I define productivity as getting what you want, right? If you get the result or the outcome that you wanted, then you're productive. Okay. And if you don't get the outcome, then you're not productive. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello and welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell and today I'm really excited about who we have on the call. Uh, we have none other than world-renowned marketing, business growth and productivity expert Eben Pagan. Go to wakeupproductive.com to find out more. Now, before we begin, I just want to give you a quick introduction to Eben and let you know a little bit about his story. Um, Eben started his business alone in his bedroom with only a computer. He'd never built a website, sold a product online, set up a shopping car or anything like that. He just started entirely from scratch. And it all began for him with an ebook on dating advice. And he grew his company from there to dozens of employees and tens of millions in sales per year. Since then, he's launched 10 different brands and businesses that have done over a million dollars in sales, four of them over $10 million in sales in several different niches. Um, at one point on his journey, he was launching two new companies and he was already working 60 to 80 hours a week. And he realized that he was going to have to create a new way to manage himself and his time. So he created a system that allowed him to do this successfully while taking even more time off. He not only doubled his productivity, but he lost 25 pounds by accident in the process. And he now enjoys a higher income, more time off, and a life that really inspires him. And on today's call, Evan is going to be sharing with us how we can do the same. He's going to define what productivity is, why it's so important for us in our business and in our personal lives, and he's going to give us some practical tips for forming new habits that help us to be productive and get the most important things done each and every single day of our lives. Eben, thank you so much for coming on the call. Yeah, it's good to be here, Joey. Eben, as I just mentioned in our introduction, you're known all over the world as a marketing, business growth and productivity expert. How did this happen? How did you get started? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, even now it's funny to hear you say that and think you're talking about me um, because I... <laughs> You know, I have one of these stories where I grew up in the backwoods of the state of Oregon, you know, in the United States and didn't know anyone who is really successful and didn't know anyone who knew anyone who was really successful. So it's uh, it's kind of fun that, you know, this is where I've wound up. But mm -hmm. basically, it, you know, from from a young age, I was always, you know, quote unquote, entrepreneurial. I tried a lot of things. Um, and I, I put it in quotes because for the most part, they didn't work out that well. I mean, I tried everything from giving guitar lessons to making jewelry to selling real estate to, you know, lots of other things in between. And, um, along the way, I, I realized that marketing was a really big deal and that, you know, you could have a, a great product or you could have a great concept or you could, you know, have a great service. But if you didn't know how to get customers, um, you know, you were dead in the water and, that that insight just changed everything for me. So I went to work studying sales and marketing and persuasion and, you know, realized there was a lot of manipulation and a lot of kind of coercion and pressure and things that were done there. Um, so I tried to 
tried to figure out a way to make marketing and direct response marketing work in a way that I felt good about, you know, where I could go to sleep at night and feel like I persuaded people to do something that was really good for them. And I, I did it in a way that I was, uh, that I was proud of. And so that, you know, that kind of got me started. Um, then online, I, I wrote a book of dating advice. I put it online. I took what I had learned about marketing, um, and, uh, you know, just built a really successful business, you know, felt my way along as, uh, as all these different tools on the internet were emerging. Um, and, uh, over the, you know, over the time of building the business, I realized that I was going to have to learn other skills like productivity and business management and so forth. So I just kind of added them one at a time as I needed them. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I did that, uh, other people were, you know, they would ask me, Hey, I've been, I see you're doing this in business. How are you doing that? And so I would, you know, sort of show them what I was up to. And I saw that other people were able to have a lot of success with what we were doing. And, and then I realized, oh, this is, you know, yet another opportunity to take something that I've learned, uh, package it up into training programs and help people all over the world. And, uh, and so that's kind of how we got here. Eben, having launched over 10 successful businesses, you've probably learned so much along the way. So what would you say are some of the most important factors to growing a business? Well, I really, you know, for, for people that haven't studied growing a business and they're, they're saying, okay, you know, I've kind of done what I can do, or maybe they haven't even started their business or they haven't started one that works. Um, if they're just kind of getting into it saying, all right, I'm going to now go learn how to grow a business. Um, there are two things to focus on. One is your product or your service. And the other is your marketing, right? One is essentially the solution that people are buying. Uh, to whatever their problem or their, their want is. And the other one is the communication that gets them to buy it. And it's very easy to get distracted from those two things and to work on stuff that isn't those things like, you know, your business card and getting the color and the logo and the font just right on it or figuring out how to make your stationary look or, you know, whatever, make, you know, getting your website just the perfect you know, way or answering a bunch of emails or messages. So easy to get distracted with all of these things that are going on and forget that if you're not working on your product or your service or working on your marketing and sales, you're not doing the things that are going to pay you back a lot for the long term. You know, they're not the money making activities. Um, so, so that's where to start, you know, get, get, um, the kind of the highest energy, um, most willpower, most focus, most productive part of your day and focus it on making your product or service better and uh, on getting customers through, uh, through product and marketing. So we've mentioned the term productivity several times already, Eben. First of all, why did you become interested in productivity and time management? What's your story behind that? Yeah, so I had built this business. Um, so my, my first business online that really worked was uh, selling, teaching dating advice to men and selling information products, videos, audios, and other courses. So we built that business. Then we had a couple of other teachers come on, and we started teaching dating advice for women. And we had this great company with dozens of people, and you know, doing tens of millions of dollars a year. And it was, you know, really, you know, it was quite fun and quite interesting. Um, and then I decided that I was going to start teaching the business stuff, but I was already working you know, the 60 to eight hour, 80 hour weeks. And I would check email before bed. And first thing when I woke up and I wasn't that healthy, I'd gained about 25 pounds and, you know, so I had some success, but it was also taking a toll on my, you know, my, my health and my, uh, my focus, my energy. So I realized in order to launch these two new businesses, I wanted to launch, I was going to have to take my, 
my productivity game to the next level. So I went back to the things that I had studied in the past. And then I also got a couple of new teachers and mentors um, and started really looking at what it would take to do this. Um, and uh, I guess the, the game changed for me when I, you know, when I got that um, first I would have to create habits, you know, just focusing on actions wouldn't do it. I'd actually have to create habits that stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then using the most productive hours um, of the day first on making myself productive and healthy personally. So taking that first hour to 90 minutes and doing, you know, kind of a personal success ritual before I ever went near my business or checked any messages or, you know, got, got there in other words, got on my own agenda. And then second, when I actually started my, my workday in my business to do the, um, you know, the highest value producing activities. And so, um, once I figured this out and I started working on it, I was able to launch these two new businesses and keep my other business running successfully. Um, so I, you know, like, like a lot of things I was faced with a challenge, um, and, uh, and I had to overcome it. So do you think that this is a challenge that a lot of entrepreneurs and business people face Evan? Is this quite a widespread problem? Yeah, I think that, I mean, if you're the kind of person, for example, who likes growing, and who likes getting to the next level, mm-hmm. you know, likes having each year be a year of development, of personal growth, of growth in business, you know, growth financially, making more money. Um, if you're in the growth game, um, you, you're seeing that it's becoming harder and harder. Um, it's becoming easier and easier because we have more powerful tools and better automation and better technology, right, on that front. But it's becoming harder and harder because there are so many things competing for our attention. You know, I mean, one of my favorite quotes is from Al Reese and Jack Trout, who wrote, we live in the world's first over communicated society. Mm-hmm. And they wrote that in 1980. <laughs> right. You know, and so, you know, what do we live in now? Yeah. You know? So the the just the the inundation with communication that we've got things that are interrupting us and trying to take our attention um, to, to deal with that tide, you know, that kind of tidal wave of um, of distraction and interruption we need better technology for that. And I think we're all realizing that. Um, and I think that's the, I don't know, in a way, that's the beginning. That's the insight that um, makes us go, okay, we've got to go learn this. And and yes, I mean, I think that there are a handful of skills that um, that make us future-proof, you know, so that when the future gets here, we're not screwed. We're, you know, riding the wave and we're on top of it and we're feeling like we're, you know, we're building a steam and we feel like we can cope with it and we can thrive in it. And personal productivity is one of those meta skills that we all need to learn. I don't think it's optional anymore. I was watching one of your videos the other day, Eben, and in that video, you said that with all this over-communicating and distraction everywhere in today's society, that it takes us on average about 20 minutes to get back on track. So, you know, if we're doing something, let's say we, we get distracted by a phone call or Facebook or whatever it is, it takes us 20 minutes to get back on track and back to the original task that we, that we were working on, which I just thought was incredible because I've, I've had those kind of, kind of days myself, you know, to be honest, where, you know, I, at the end of the day, I wonder where did the day go? I didn't get nearly enough done that I wanted to get done. And I, I guess this might be the reason why. Yeah. You know, little factoids, um, you know, pieces I've picked up over the years and I read them on the internet, so they must be true, you know, but you know, you kind of just check them against your own experience. Um, something knowledge workers, you know, people like us that we work primarily with our minds, we're not manual laborers so much anymore, but most of us in the first world are knowledge workers. We're interrupted. I think it's something like every three minutes on average. Mm -hmm. And, 
uh, a lot of the interruptions are self-interruptions where we just go, oh, I need to go check my email or, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to go look at this website or whatever. But what I found interesting other than that is that when we're distracted or interrupted, we typically don't go back to the thing that we were doing before we were distracted or interrupted. We go do some yet another, like a third thing. <laughs> and so that, you know, that it takes 20 something minutes to get just back to the place you were at. That's if you go back to the thing you were doing, you know, so it, it is, it's very easy to have a day where you're incredibly busy and you feel like you're under a lot of pressure and doing lots of stuff and you get to the end of the day and you go, I didn't get anything done. Yeah. I've, I've personally had one too many of those. You know, I have good days and I have bad days, but it, it would be lovely to have a good day, you know, every day, if that's possible, you know, have a good, super productive day, most days, if not every day. So I know that you have some strategies for this, how we can actually double or even more than double, we can actually you know, multiply our product productivity several times over. So how can we actually do this? Yeah, well, you know, let me let me talk for a second about productivity and what it is. Okay. Right? I have a simple definition for productivity, and I define productivity as getting what you want. Right? If you get the result or the outcome that you wanted, then you're productive. Okay. And if you don't get the outcome then you're not productive. So it's not so much about effort or, you know, like kind of what you did as what happened, what you got done, what you've actually created. Mm -hmm. And productivity is also, I think of it as like that felt experience of being satisfied with what you've done, like where you've, you've achieved something and you feel fulfilled by it and you, you kind of build esteem around it because, um, you know, you did something that had meaning or that mattered so we have to get away from thinking of productivity as like just a lot of effort and then just kind of getting things done because if we don't get the right things done, um, it's really not productivity. You know, I love Stephen Covey says, you know, a lot of people, they spend their life climbing the ladder of success only to realize it was leaning against the wrong wall, mm-hmm. you know, and so we, we want to make sure it was leaning against the right wall. So one of my philosophies is that if you want to be successful in business, um, you need to have your focus and your attention and your energy and your willpower. You need to have those um, kind of under your own mastery. And a big mistake that most of us make is we dive right into those things first thing in the day, not realizing that it's actually not the best thing to do first. So uh, I recommend that people do what I call a personal success ritual, which is when you first wake up, make yourself strong first. You know, don't, don't check messages. Don't check email. Don't, don't get on everyone else's agenda. Don't even let that stuff in. First, have some water. Um, you know, do some, do some exercise. Make sure you have a really healthy first meal. Um, this was a huge deal for me. Um, when I first really decided I needed to get productivity handled, I'd, I gained about 25 pounds. I was about 25 pounds overweight. And by doing these things, you know, good night of sleep and then wake up water, exercise, really nail my first meal, maybe do a little bit of meditation. Uh, that alone, um, it, it like gave me a new vision on the day. When I then stepped into my work, I already had an idea. of I was already kind of centered in myself, and I had an idea of where I was going and what I needed to do uh, to be productive that day. Um, and then in the process of doing this, of course, and really nailing my first meal, I make this green protein shake every morning that has, you know, a bunch of raw organic greens and protein and whatever. And I make it and I make two of them and I put one in the fridge for later. I have two of them uh, during the day, one for my first meal and one for my third. But just doing that one piece and just getting myself on track and starting the day 
uh, with a good meal, so I would want to stay on that good meal. Um, in just a few months, I wound up losing my 25 pounds almost accidentally as a side effect of just, you know, being more productive. And then when we get to work, um, if possible, also don't get sucked into the messages and the texts and the emails and the social media and all that stuff. Instead of, you know, going and seeing what everyone else wants us to do, um, spend those first all important couple of hours working on your product and marketing and, uh, you know, growing your business, doing the things that pay the long term dividends and do these things, you know, ritualistically so that you build, build them into habits so that they're automatic. You know, I guess that would be in, in a nutshell how to do it. So how do we build a new habit that actually lasts? How is that done? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're creatures of habit anyway, right? So, mm. you know, we, um, we do the same things. We think the same things. We feel the same things day after day. Maybe in a little different order, but basically we're doing kind of the same things. And when we realize this is how it works, right? We, we make these paths in our lives and then we just do them over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes us realize that instead of focusing on actions, we're going to get a lot more leverage if we work on our habits. Mm-hmm. And as I learned from uh, Jim Lair and from Tony Schwartz, the guys that wrote uh, the power of full engagement, if if you try to change more than one habit at a time, it's, it's usually too stressful, right? So we want to do one at a time and we want to work on it for about a month, you know, about 30 days. And so you need to create the right physical environment. You need to create the right emotional environment. You need to work on your inner game stuff so that you can do this new habit every day for 30 days. And then if you do it every day for 30 days, it kind of takes root and then it grows and it, um, it becomes automatic, you know, mm-hmm. um, a couple of other little pieces that are important to understand about creating habits. Um, there are a couple of concepts that I call habit, gravity and escape velocity, which are, you know, when they launch the rocket, like a space shuttle up and goes up into space, that giant rocket that the space shuttle is strapped to is over 80% of the weight. And it's mostly rocket fuel to, to, you know, launch the rocket up and get it going fast enough to escape um, Earth's gravity. So like 80% of the weight is burned in just the first couple of minutes, you know, to get that shuttle up there. I think it's 26 miles or something and get it going fast enough so that it can escape the powerful pull of Earth's gravity. So when you start doing a new habit at the very beginning, like let's say you decide I'm going to start going to the gym every morning. Mm-hmm. The first day might be great. They're like, okay, I'm, I'm excited. You know, it's maybe it's a new year or it's a new month or something. Okay. I'm going to really get this going. But you know, by like the second, third, fourth day, mm-hmm. whatever you used to do at that time starts intruding and it wants to take your time. You feel pulled to go do those other things, whether it be check messages or talk to your friends or read the news or whatever the, whatever the thing was. So I call that habit gravity. There's the gravity of the old habit pulling you down and trying to keep you doing the other thing. And so what we need to do, one of the reasons why we want to practice our new habits earlier in the day is because that's when we have more of our willpower available. We just get a little bit of willpower every day um, and it burns pretty quickly. So if we use it earlier in the day to make sure we do that new thing every single day, that's kind of like having that big rocket attached to our new habit. And we, you know, we just keep focused with that willpower, put it all in there so that we can do it for 30 days. And then we reach this escape velocity where it picks up its own momentum and it just becomes natural and automatic. 
if, for example, when you first wake up, you don't drink water first thing, mm-hmm. you're going to have to do some things to get yourself to drink water first thing, right? But we're, you know, never more dehydrated than when we first wake up. We haven't had water usually all night. Um, if you just start with some water for a lot of people, it makes a huge difference, right? It just gets your brain working and, you know, gets your body moving and so forth. Now, you know, you may have to put the water on your bathroom sink every night so that you remember you run right into it first thing when you wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to drink it and it might be uncomfortable and it might feel a little bit weird. And then you're not used to having to then go to the bathroom 30 or 45 minutes later and you got to figure that out. But once you get it nailed and you do it for 30 days, then when you wake up, you don't have to think about it anymore because it just happens on its own. It's literally become a habit. Another little tip um, when creating habits are um, to create what I call on-ramps and off-ramps. Okay. Um, because it's challenging to get yourself to do a new thing every day, day after day, especially when you get up there and kind of days like 3 through 20 or 25, you know, really challenging. Mm-hmm. Leave yourself 15 minutes before and 15 minutes after and schedule it this way so that you can – you can transition yourself, you know, leave like, let's say again, you're going to the gym. Um, those first few days, you know, you're going to, you're going to realize, you know, on the third day, maybe, maybe the first day was pretty good. Second day was a little more challenging on the third day. You're going to realize, Oh, I don't have three sets of gym clothes. Gosh, what am I going to wear to the gym today? (laughs) Oh, uh, you know what? I'll just run to the store and I'll pick a couple things up. And then you go to the store and, you know, there's a little bit of traffic. And then by the time you're done, you're like, oh, I would only have 10 minutes to exercise if I go. And you know what? I'm going to skip it today. I'll go tomorrow. And then, right, then you fall off the wagon, so to speak. So if you leave yourself 15 minutes on either side for an on-ramp and an off-ramp so that you can transition out of your normal day and then back into it, that gives you the buffer so that when you say, oh, I don't know if I can do it, or you run into the physical challenge or the, you know, whatever the logistical thing, You've got that little bit of extra time and you can, you can get yourself to do it because it's, you know, if you, if you can do it every day for 30 days at the end, you get the payoff of, again, it takes root and it happens automatically. Eben, I know that you have um, an exercise called the productivity pyramid where basically it's going to help us identify what we should be spending our time on. Could you tell us a little bit more about this? Sure. It's, uh, you know, it's my own exercise. It's actually the first productivity exercise I ever designed years ago um, to just get some distinction between the types of activities that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, Stephen Covey has some nice models, Dan Sullivan, some some other brilliant teachers. But I, I needed something where I could really see what was it that was you know wasting my time and what was really making the cash register ring and making the money. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I just draw a pyramid, you know, a simple triangle, and I divide it into four levels. And the bottom level I label as zero or negative value activities. Mm-hmm. And these are activities that have no, no productivity value where they may even have negative value where they're stealing or robbing my energy. Um, an example of that might be something like, um, you know, gossiping and just wasting time and pulling myself down emotionally where I feel worse, you know, after I, after I did it or, you know, watching mainstream news, which, just brings me down because there are 13 negative stories to every one positive story, right? So there are negative value activities where they actually not only take and cost our time and don't give us anything in return, they actually pull us down. Mm-hmm. So zero and negative value activities. And the second level is low dollar per hour value activities. So these would be the activities that we do every day that 
you know, they might help our business a little bit or they might help us a little bit, but they're very low dollar per hour. Um, these might be things like, you know, taking your car to the station to put, you know, fuel in it or, or, you know, going to the grocery store, you know, or checking messages or, you know, things that they kind of have to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're things that you could, if you wanted, you could outsource, you could hire someone to do them for you. Mm-hmm. The next level is high dollar per hour activities. Now, this is where it starts getting interesting because these are the activities in your business that if you do them, you get a high payoff and you get it relatively soon. So, you know, a classic example would be talking to customers, potential customers who are interested in buying your product or service and actually doing a, you know, a consultative selling role where you're helping people get off the fence and make a buying decision and then give you money in exchange for what you're selling. Um, or um, maybe, uh, you know, maybe you're getting close to launching a new product. And if you do the work right now, you can get that product launch done and uh, start making some money on it. Okay. Or maybe it's creating a, a new advertisement or a marketing piece. Mm-hmm. And then the highest level or the pinnacle on the pyramid are high lifetime value activities. Now these are activities that you do once, but they keep paying you back. They're like investment activities. Mm-hmm. And these activities, they tend to also be, um, in like Stephen Covey's quadrant two, which, which is that they're important, but they're not urgent. They're not like banging your door down. Mm-hmm. But the key distinction in the productivity pyramid here is that they have a high lifetime value, meaning again, you do them once, but they pay you back. They keep paying you back in the long run. So in, um, in business, you know, let's say that, uh, you've realized that your product is, is good and you could go improve it a little bit. But really, you need to launch another product that would complement the product you have or maybe a higher end product that you could upsell your customers to. So that building that new product and then building the sales and marketing funnel for it, that might be something that has high lifetime value because it will run for 10 or maybe 20 years, you know, in your business. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, things like working on your own uh, personal health rituals. Um, you know, I, I think of my green shake, which I keep refining a little bit at a time. Um, you know, the work that I do perfecting my green shake, that's a high lifetime value activity, um, because that puts, you know, consistent nutrients in my body that give me energy and focus. So if you take those four levels, zero or negative value, low dollar per hour value, high dollar per hour value, and then high lifetime value, and you go and you list the three, four, five things that you do, um, in your business that fit into each of those categories, what you quickly realize is that for most of us, we're spending most of our time doing the zero or negative value or the low dollar per hour activities. Mm-hmm. We may have thought they were, you know, necessary or earning us money or, well, we kind of have to do them. But when you see clearly, oh, there are these other activities that I could do that could make me double triple, five times, 10 times, a hundred times the amount of money, you then start getting really creative about stealing time from those lower levels and putting it into the higher levels. And then when you actually, you know, get the feedback, in other words, the cash register starts ringing and you see your profit and your income go up, that closes the loop. It's kind of the experiential learning key that you need to say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to commit to this as a philosophy. And you start you know, actively outsourcing um, the things in the lower levels and you just start getting them off your plate so that you can focus on the higher levels. 
does that also reduce the you know our amount of work time rather than working you know super long eight ten twelve hour days you can actually work just a few hours per day but still get everything done because we're being productive you know we're taking care of our high dollar high lifetime value activities and somebody else is taking care of the low dollar stuff yeah i mean you can you can you know slice and dice this however you want you can work the same amount of time and you can get a lot more done mm-hmm. you know a lot a lot more productive or you can work less time and you know get the same amount done i think the key is to check in with yourself about the work that you're doing because in some situations there may be high dollar per hour or high lifetime value work in your business that for whatever reason needs to needs to happen but it might not be that inspiring to you mm-hmm. it might not be you know stuff that you really love doing um you might be at a point in your life or in your business where you actually want to work less and you're willing to not just keep growing you know that you know that that aspiration for more 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 might not be as important um so you can use these tools however you want you can get a higher quality of life you can get more done you can work less i mean sometimes i've found um for example here I, I've made a lot of changes over the last couple of years. Um, I got married a few years ago. I had a baby daughter just just under two years ago, and that created all all kinds of you know opportunities to improve my productivity. Let's mm-hmm. just say, um, and uh, so I, I rearranged my life. I rearranged my business, and then after I did it, I kind of circled back and I realized, oh, there are things that I've stopped doing here that in my business that I actually really enjoy doing, you know, and that create a lot of value, and so. I've kind of come back and started actually doing some more work in certain areas where um, where I thought I probably wouldn't do it. And then in other areas, there are other things that I've just stopped doing completely because um, it's not worth it to me um, to do those things, even though they might be really valuable. Well, Eben, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today and for sharing this with us. The reason that we picked this topic of productivity today is because it's very relevant at this point in time. You're currently actually in the middle of a launch going on right now for your 90-day Wake Up Productive program. So if this is a topic that we see as very important and we see this is something that we really need to get mastered in our in our lives, what's in the program and who is it for? Who should consider it? Yeah, so Wake Up Productive is a course that I created um, to help. Um, it was originally designed to really help entrepreneurs um, who are growing their businesses. Um, so there's a slant to it um, for Entrepreneurs, business owners, especially people who want to really Im- improve their quality of life and increase their business results, both mm-hmm. because we do a lot of work on the inner game and kind of your personal success and also on the outer game and on your business success. Um, so it's great for entrepreneurs, for business owners, professionals, um, anyone that's in the information industry, authors, speakers, teachers, coaches, um, or really anyone that has a business. Um, it's also worked well for other people. I mean, I have a, a good friend who's an artist and I gave her the course and she really loved it. Um, cause it's, uh, you know, all the tools are universal. Um, but particularly good, um, if you want to grow your business, mm-hmm. what's, what's interesting about it to me is that it's, it's a 90 day course, right? And the reason why we do 90 days is because if you've tried to change a habit in your life, then you know, you can't just, you know, show up one day and go, I'm going to change four things about my life and I'm just going to, you know, permanently change these habits. Mm-hmm. You've realized that that's not the way that it works, right? So over 90 days, we actually we install two habits in your life. We do one personal success ritual, and then we install one business success ritual. 
And the reason why it takes 90 days is we do it in these baby steps a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. And we just refine over and over and over. And the structure of the course, we start off, we do an orientation and we do a, a few fast start sessions. But the, uh, the structure of the main body of the course is we do one video that takes about 30 minutes and we have an exercise as well. It takes about 30 minutes a week. And then you use what you learn and you just keep refining these two, uh, these two new rituals, these two new habits. And at the end of 90 days, um, the promise is that you'll double your productivity. And I realize that's a pretty big uh, claim, but um, we actually guarantee that you'll double your productivity um, or you get your money back. Um, and we have a lot of people around the world. I mean, thousands of people have taken this course and I get letters all the time from people that, you know, it's just revolutionized things for them. And so what I, I was, I started on a path here and saying, what's neat about it is there, there's no planners, you know, there's no like day timers or things you have to carry around or complex priority lists or cards that you can lose or any of that kind of stuff. Um, it's not about activities. It's about the habits. It's about the making sure that you work on the high value things every single day and making sure that it becomes a habit to do that. So it becomes automatic, right? The, the title of the, the program is wake up productive. So in 90 days, you're going to wake up and automatically go into a day of productivity. And so what, um, you know, what we do here is you know, we start off with your personal success ritual. Um, we, we kind of take back control of that first 60 to 90 minutes of the day to make ourselves strong and focused. Um, and then we put a, a, a ritual in our work. So the first couple of hours, we work on the really high value activities that make us the most profit and the most income. Eben, it sounds fantastic. Where can we go to get more information on this? Yeah, just go to wakeupproductive.com. And Eben, just before we go, what is your main website as well? Um, just because this interview is going to be on the internet for a long time to come, so your Wake Up Productive launch might be finished by that time. So if, if people want to check out and see what you have going on all year round, where can people go? You know, you can always just go search me, Eben Pagan, um, look me up. Um, also, you can go to getaltitude.com if you want to subscribe to our newsletter. Um, I'm always doing, you know, free interviews and trainings and videos and things like that. Um, plus, I know a lot of other interesting folks that are often giving away videos and, you know, great stuff. So you get a lot of, a lot of cool gifts from me if you just go, uh, go to getaltitude and sign up for our, uh, our subscription list. Brilliant. That's the end of today's show. Um, thank you all for tuning in. And um, as always, if you gain something of value or you learn something new today, um, then please show us your appreciation by leaving a good review uh, on iTunes. And finally, thank you so much, Eben, for coming on the show. Yeah, you're welcome. It was good being here. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.